Hello and welcome to Conversations with Matilda. Thank you for joining me for another episode. So today I'm going to talk about tips for managing our personal finances better. And I believe that as Christians, we are stewards of the things that God has committed into our care. And that includes the money that we make. And so these are tips that I have learned over the years. I have heard them. I have used them. um, And hopefully it will be a blessing to you as well. And I want to start with this scripture in the book of Proverbs, chapter 13, verse 11. And it says that this honest money dwindles away. But whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. And so I know the one question that many of us have is, how do I make sure that I build wealth? And I believe that wealth comes over time, even though some people do get um, inheritance. But even with that, you still need some principles to guide you to be able to maintain that kind of wealth. And all of that comes over time and it comes out of discipline in how you use your money and just being a good steward of it. So tip number one for managing your finances better. One, avoid get rich quick schemes. And these schemes are becoming popular and popular. And unfortunately, many people fall for these schemes. And even though they change in form, they always have the same purpose or the same kind of promise and which is you get rich at the highest rate in the least amount of time and if there is one thing that I have come to learn is that things that come quickly also can go quickly and so when you're a person who is always looking for the quickest way to make money you will easily lose out of your own money And that doesn't set you forward in managing your personal finances better. Tip number two, don't be a waster. Learn to live life frugally. So that means don't waste, don't um, buy things that you do not need. And even when you buy things that you need, learn how to manage it. You know, when you go grocery shopping, If you buy items that will perish, buy the ones that the amount that you know that you will need so that you do not waste some of the food. Another thing that I have come to realize about a group of people who often struggle with their finances is there are people who usually spend money. And I remember there there are a few people, sometimes I'll ask them, Oh, so how much does that cost? And the response would be, oh, it's just it's just 99 cents. It's just $10. But then like the scripture that I read said, money that is gathered little by little is the money that grows. And so the just whatever amount that you are spending over and over again, it is how your money just keeps going away. And at the end of the month, at the end of the year, you realize that you've been working a lot, You've been paid very well, but then you have very little money in your actual account or even no investment at all. 
So learn to spend money wisely and don't quickly throw away things. Um, don't just buy things because they are just whatever amount. And one scripture that actually encouraged me regarding not being a waster was the story. Um, it's actually a miracle that Jesus performed when he fed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. Um, and at the end of the day, Jesus instructed his disciples to gather the remaining. And let me just read quickly what the scripture says. It is in Matthew 14, verse 20. And it says, they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. And so that just goes to show, I mean, this was a huge miracle. And so you, you could easily say, okay, whatever is left is left, right? The next time Jesus can perform another miracle and then we'll keep moving. But then Jesus instructed the disciples to gather the things that were remaining. And so this even goes into my next point on how to manage your personal finances better. And that is harness the power of gathering. And that means, you know, even the little things, just don't despise them. The quarters, the coins, don't throw them away because you think they are too much. Um, oh, that maybe they are just scattered all over your house. Find a jar and put them in. And you'll be surprised over a period of time how much money you would have gathered just by not despising those little things. And for some people, it even goes like when they might have a main job and then they might have a side gig, but then they realize that the side gig, they are not getting as much money and they just, you know, it's like it's just a side gig, so it's just for spending or whatever. But even that, you can gather those little money, that $50, $100, $200, whatever. And over a period of time, you begin to see growth in your finances. Another area that I believe that many young people need to pay attention as far as spending is on fashion. And we have to learn to spend wisely. And one of the things that I have come to learn is to just ask your friends or even search online the cheaper places to shop for yourself and for your family. There are some stores that are definitely cheaper to shop at. Of course, I know many people use Amazon, but then I have realized Amazon can actually be quite expensive. And so learn to shop wisely and seek places where you know that the things will be cheaper and within your means. And also don't just buy things hoping that they will fit better. And I know for us women, they often never really fit later. So just buy what will fit you now and then keep moving, you know. Take care of your clothes. Don't run off clothes just because you are not washing them, right? So because of that, you don't have anything new to wear and you go ahead and buy new clothes. So take care of your clothes. Don't buy things hoping that they will fit later. Shop wisely. And also the other thing concerning finances and shopping for clothes is not every deal is a good deal. So I know there are some stores where they are always sending meals and offering deals, even via emails and stuff. Um, but then you have to remember, don't buy just because there is a discount. And buy if you know that you need it either now or you will certainly have to use it in the future. 
And so if because of that and you happen to see a discount on it now, then you may consider buying it. But if just because, oh, it's 80% off and so because of that you are buying it, you don't really need it. So it's not really a deal, a good deal for you. The other aspect I want to talk about is just making sure you have a budget. And I know this is often talked about when people are talking about finances, but many people take it for granted. Um, but then I believe that that is actually one of the first steps in being able to manage your finances better. And we need to make sure that we take it serious. And how do we make a budget? Just know how much you make, list your expenses, you know, and compare the total amount, your expenses versus your income. And if your expenses happen to be greater than your income, then you're actually living above your means. And you definitely have to begin to cut down on things, whether, you know, cutting down cables and calling your companies to see if they have better deals to reduce your plans. Um, but the goal is to make sure that you do not spend more than you make. And another area that I know can be quite controversial is with credit cards. Personally, um, I have come to see that with credit card, you really need a high level of discipline to be able to use credit card the way that they should be used. And so for most people who lack that discipline, I would definitely not advise going for credit card. If you already have one now and you have an amount on it, one of the people that I follow, um, and he has a lot of um, information on how to pay off your debt and begin to build wealth. His name is Dave Ramsey, and you can look him up. But one of the things that he teaches is the fact that if you have credit card debt and you are drowning in debt, you know, you just want to have a financial freedom, then the first step is just cut your credit card. Do not use it anymore. And then list all your debt from the smallest uh, to the biggest, regardless of the interest rate. And then each month, while you still make the minimum payment on all the debt, just try as much as possible to pay the least amount off as quickly as possible. And as you do that, you just keep paying them bit by bit and checking them off. And over time, you'll be able to um, pay off all your debt. Um, so that is with credit card. People have their own ideas, but I believe, again, if you do not have that discipline or you know that you could easily be tempted, especially in case of emergency, if you do not have any kind of emer emergency funds available, you might be easily tempted to just use your credit card in those moments, then really don't make that an option for yourself. Just don't get yourself entangled with credit card debt. And that also goes into not borrowing. And there is a scripture in the book of Proverbs 22, verse 7. It says that just as the rich rule the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender. And so scripture really advises us not to borrow, not only credit card, but also just borrowing from people or even borrowing people's items. I know, especially a lot of college students, you know, you have your friends, some people have cars or some other expensive items. And once in a while, it's easy to just go ahead and 
you know, ask. That's your body, right? You ask to borrow it, to use it for a day or two. But then you have to remember that if anything happened, any accident, who will be responsible for that debt? And so when it comes to borrowing of even expensive items, if you don't have it, you don't have it, just manage without it. That's to me, that that's it, really. Also learn to plan for future expenses. Uh, there's a term called sinking funds. And basically this fund is, you know, it's like, for instance, if you want to buy a car, um, maybe in six months time, you do not wait till six months later before you go to the dealership and, you know, get a loan. You start planning and saving for that car now. And that goes into making sure that you do not have impulse buying, um, especially of big ticket items. You know, you don't just buy things that you just see. If you really think you like it, you can just take a day or two, go home, think about it, and um, determine if you really need it. And majority of the time, those are things that you don't need. And so... If you haven't planned for it, then there is no need to buy them. Another way you can also make sure you plan for future expenses is even with grocery shopping, make sure that you go with a list. Don't just have an idea of what you want to make and just go to the store. Have a list and a budget for your groceries and make sure that you stick to them. Also, another tip is to check your bank account. And... I was surprised to find out that there are some people who don't check their bank account because in their mind, out of sight, out of mind, if they don't see an issue, then that means that issue does not exist. But that is not true. And you want to check your bank account just to see what is going on, that there isn't any activity that you have not authorized that is going on. And also just to avoid any unnecessary bank charges. So make sure that the balance that you have or the balance that you think you have in your account is actually what you have so that you do not incur charges like overdraft fees. And if you find yourself always incurring ATM fees, then you probably have to change your bank to something else that, you know, another bank that has small ATMs available or just have cash on hand whenever you have to go somewhere that you may incur those fees. Once in a while, maybe that's okay, but if it becomes a recurring issue, that actually adds up a lot. Also, one of the tips that I have heard from other people is when, for for uh, especially when they are trying to pay off debt, is they set a little, kind of like a celebratory fund to reward themselves from whenever they stay within your budget at the end of the month. So maybe they plan that at the end of the month, if I'm within budget, then I'm going to set aside $50 that I can do whatever, you know, that I want with. I don't have to plan for those. So that is something that you can also include just to, you know, encourage yourself, motivate yourself. Also, don't lend money to people above an amount that you cannot let go in case they cannot pay. And uh, this was an advice that I heard um, some time ago. You know, sometimes people come to you and these are close friends, family, people you trust, and they are in a fix and they need help. 
If you can help them, go ahead and help. But whatever amount you give to them as a loan, make sure that if they are not able to pay, you'll be fine with it. Um, and I think one reason for this is just to make sure that you keep that relationship, that money does not, you know, be the reason why that relationship is severed. And um, this is actually an interesting, this point is an interesting story that happened to me because some years ago I had a friend who was involved in an accident and it has snowed very hard. I was working um, the night shift and I actually closed around 11 p.m. So it was dark, it was cold, it was snowing. And this friend called me that they had gotten into an accident themselves and they needed help. And I think this is one of the most stupid things that I've ever done. I drove all the way across town and I ended up being involved in an accident. And all I got from this friend was, oh, sorry, right? And so one lesson that I have learned, even in life in general, and especially when you are talking about things that could cause some kind of uh, financial uh, strain on you. Don't try to be a savior in everyone's life and don't give your um, precious items to friends who in case of accident cannot repay and think about the situation. You know, I could have easily asked them to call for a taxi or whatever. Um, I wasn't even considering the fact that I could have been involved in an accident. And so if they need a ride and you think that you know, it's not safe for you, then they can call an Uber or something. Don't just try to be a savior every time. Um, and also just, I encourage you to give as well, but then in giving, um, make sure that you save to give, right? You can only give out of what you have. And um, I know sometimes there are people who like to give spontaneously um, but even with that, one thing that I have learned is that even in spontaneous giving, you can still save and prepare for those moments. So if each month you want to save $100, $200, whatever amount, um, that is okay for you, just specifically for giving um, so that, you know, you wouldn't have to wreck your budget in order to give. And also, um, when it comes to personal finances, one tip that I also think is very paramount is to give wealth and money its proper place and to always remember that some things are more important, including your life, your health, your peace, your relationship with God. Those things are more important than money. And so in as much as you want to make money, you want to build wealth, you want to have all these things, you also have to remember that some things are more important. And this scripture um, in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10, it says, he who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This also is vanity. And so in as much as you want to set things right, also know the proper place that your love is not for money. Um, if not, you'll never be satisfied, you know, no matter how much you make, no matter the amount of things that you 
get the true satisfaction is in God. And with that, make sure that you honor God with your money as well. And that goes to giving your tithe to your church. And in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of all your crops. And know that there are blessings that comes with giving money and honoring God, you know, with your finances. And so in conclusion, I want you to know that when you do not take control over your finances, then your finances will begin to control you because you are not free to make certain decisions just because you are tied down with debt. And if you cannot manage little, how can you manage much? And so today it's my prayer that God will give you wisdom, God will give you strength and self-control, and each and every one of us will be good stewards of the giftings, of the talent, of the money, of the wealth that God has entrusted into our care.